recording. Good. Burp. Sorry. Oh God. The truly, truly, madly, deeply made me burp. So, are you? Have you guys like switched over to truly now? If I bring over claw, is it just for me? No, I like it. No, all. no, no. I like some truly flavors better and some white claw flavors better. Got it. I'm fine with 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 it all. Yeah, I I I certainly will turn down no claw. No. No, not at all. And mm. the truly pineapple is fucking sick. So yeah. I will not drink that. That's the only one. That, I mean, I will drink it, but I'm not happy about it. It's not the nastiest thing ever, but mm. I was just drinking the truly because I put it on the counter. Oh my god, do you guys just hear that wind just then? That was the wind. Yeah, it's it's uh. So the veil has lifted, and it is All Hallows Eve. Yes, this so evening. You. You guys won't hear this for a couple weeks, but, but we're recording on Halloween night and it's been uh, it's been such a controversial Halloween because trick or treating was it's it's terribly like it's a blustery day and it's a lot of rain out there right mm-hmm. now. And so in my neighborhood, trick or treating was postponed until Saturday, which I think is good because it postpones Halloween a couple of more days. The yeah. spooky season continues. Yeah. Bonus wearing OT spooky season. See, I disagree. Spooky season is done after tonight. Fuck it'll it, with this weekend. It'll be November, and trick or treating is dumb. After That's Halloween. you and your water sign rules. <laughs> that is like not <laughs> even a thought. Nobody ever says water signs. They sure love the fucking rules. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, you cannot that, use astrology for this. It's just seen liking rules. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's like an Earth sign. Thing. Yeah, this yeah. is just her personality. That's more like the Virgo. Justine always knows the rules, much like. The Smashing Pumpkin song said. Justine never knew the rules I in know. that song. That song was playing when I drove here today. Was it? It really was. Aww. And I was thinking, Justine knows all the rules. <laughs> yeah. You can tell they were not singing about me. No. Because they were definitely not singing about me. Anyway. Anyway, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Two weeks later. We have we have costumes on. Hell yeah. yeah. So, Heather, yeah. are you dressed as? I'm dressed as a spooky skeleton. JB, what are you dressed as? I'm uh, dressed as a woods witch wearing my deer pelt. <laughs> but I took off my deer pelt because it was hot. <laughs> and I'm wearing a unicorn onesie. Yeah, my skeleton outfit is a onesie as well. I got from Target. Yeah, it's I'm great. basically wearing pajamas. Yeah. My deer pelt is made out of fleece. Yeah. We're all basically... I mean, deer flesh. You could go put on Heather's real deer pelt. I'd... I'd- don't want to do that. No, thank you. You drape it across your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I was too hot wearing fleas, dog. I can't wear flesh. It is warm in here. I got my own flesh on. Yeah, pelt would be way too warm. <laughs> Uh-oh, flickering. Yeah. Oh, it's spooky abounds. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, maybe there's some spirits around. Maybe That's probably because we didn't eat dessert first. They're trying to... So the rules of Samhain yes. are you supposed to eat... You're supposed to have a reverse dinner where you invite the spirit that you would like to communicate with or you know celebrate honor uh-huh. and then you have a reverse dinner so you have dessert first and then your entree and then you have appetizers and you set your beloved a plate or you just put candles on her plate you don't have to waste food yeah and then everybody leaves the room in the reverse order that they entered oh we didn't even invite a spirit to come hang out with us so I guess it's fine that we we yeah. ate appetizers first. Spirits, talk to me, spirits. Uh, yeah, I don't oh. know who I'd want to talk to anyway. No, me neither. I definitely don't want to talk to anybody. I really don't care to talk to the spirits. The dead are dead to me. Yeah, the dead are <laughs> dead to me. Dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should we get the episode started? That's, oh, should we start? Okay. Oh, right. oh gosh, that was that was four whole minutes of banter. We never do that. Uh. <laughs> 
Welcome to That's Sick. Hi. This is episode 19, if I'm counting correctly. Yeah. I found yeah. I found once we got past like 12 or so, I'm losing track. That's a prime number. No, that's what my document says. I keep track as well. So anyway, welcome. This is the podcast where we like to discuss all sorts of gross, gory, scary, weird, sick, sick, sick things. I am Justine. I'm your host for today, which means I don't know what these two are planning to talk about. She's going to hate it. Yeah, it's going to be real. You're going to be like, "Eh." so I'm here with Heather and JB. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, friends. I'm I'm, you know, as always, I'm equal parts excited and nervous. Yeah. So that's correct. But uh, yeah, before we get into it, uh, does anyone have a sickest thing of the week that they would like to share with the class? I only have a disgusting thing, so I'm going to save mine for the end. Well, no, we we end with the good. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, so oh. yeah. Well, then, gross is now. All right, yeah, you're right. So I saw this, and I don't know what the the name of the creature was. I'm sorry, but actually, just before I came here, I was watching this YouTube video, and it looked like it was going to be a pimple popper video, or a whitehead, or like a one of your favorites. Jack. Exactly. So I was like, oh. This is going to be a good old time. I love this kind of stuff. And I'm watching it. And they're pouring iodine on this wound. Okay. They pour iodine on the wound again. And iodine on the wound again. And nothing's coming up. Then they take this clear jelly out of some sort of tube. And they pour that on the wound. Nothing. Again. Again. And then they start squeezing. And then they go in with some Ugh, tweezers. I don't like where this is going. And they start pulling something out. And it's it's thick and white. And I'm just like, oh, this is like a big old like chunk of pus or something. Ugh. And they're like, you know, I'm like thinking to myself, here's the money shot because I'm disgusted. Oh, my God. <laughs> like you just I know. Well, that's what those videos are all about. Just waiting for the money shot. So yeah. I thought here's the money shot. And then they're pulling and then there's more. And oh then my there's God. more. And then something starts to appear on the thing they're pulling out and oh no this is not a fucking whitehead it's a fucking creature no and no, it was, no no i don't know if it was a maggot or a worm or a hookworm or satan's little lice but some kind of fucking big old grub buggy came out of this dude's uh, lip and, and i hated it so much i went like this uh, and I, I was shaking i was just that's like oh. a, that's a halloween scare for you that's it was horrible. it was happy halloween for jb oh, yeah no. it was not a happy halloween it was a spooky halloween you for got JB. a spook you got, I got a spook oh yeah. no thanks see that's I hated why it. that's why i do not even go searching for that kind of stuff i didn't search it just came up on my feed i was just looking for like yeah because you're like, always looking at earwigs and shit no, I was just looking for like some cute memes. Uh, I was just looking for memes. A likely story. Wait, where where was this? It's just on fucking Facebook. Just look at some memes. There's like oh. some girl I know and she like posted this video like a sick fuck. Which yeah. we should be better friends, I guess. Maybe. I mean, if she's going to post some kind of gross stuff like that, it's probably someone I should be better friends with. Yeah. I suppose. I don't know. Either I'm- way, it was real gross and I hated it. Yeah. But I don't know any search terms, but I don't want any of you guys to watch it anyway. It was, it was terrible. I hated I, it. I don't want to watch it. No. Nope. No, thank well, you. I don't have anything that can top that. That's gross this week. That's okay. You can still share. Um, Share with the class. Mm, I don't really have anything good, though. I have a I have a sickest thing of the week in. Well, actually, the sickest thing that of the week in a bad way I had turned out to be such an interesting thing that I discovered that I'm going to turn it into an actual topic. And we talked about it. Earlier, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely save, save that content. Yeah. So 
it was kind of an interesting story that I just kind of stumbled upon that I had no idea about. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to save it for a future episode. Cool. Yeah. My my sickest thing of the week was really just that I saw Midsommar finally last weekend, um, which is, you know, it can also be sickest thing of the week in a good way. I'm just using it for a bad way, because for those of you that have seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. And I those, have not. And for those of you that haven't. Go watch the movie. It's so good. It's I will. So good. I'm not going to spoil anything. It's just, I'm just going to put it this way. There's some sick things in that movie. Mm. So good. So good. So culty. Oh my God. <laughs> Such I, cult. I can't wait to watch it again. JB and Justine have both seen it. I have not. So I'm, I'm scared. I'm kind of frightened. No, I, you're going to love it. No, you're going to like it. Really? Because yes. I'm, yeah. I'm still such a baby when it comes to horror I'm movies. I'm a baby no, when it comes to not, horror movies. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. I did watch it in it chapter two, and You'll, I was I love those. It's actually. nothing. I really I love the I love the scary clown. It's nothing. Heather, I'm just as big of a baby as you are, and I was able to handle it. It's I, nothing you're like tougher than me. I'm not. I'm a pussy. <laughs> it's nothing like a regular horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, you'll like it. Okay. It's a spooky psychological thriller. It's a werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky it is not a werewolf. <laughs> Fuck you. Ooh, can we watch that? Yeah, after uh, this, if if uh, if Thirty Rock is streaming anywhere, I bet we can probably. pull up that scene on YouTube or something. Yeah, we'll find something. I don't need to watch the whole episode. I just need to watch. Yeah, well, we can listen to the song too. It's on Spotify. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, sickest things of the week have been shared. Should we just the, talk about our overall theme? Well, yeah. Yeah, I want you to reveal this because you were so so enthusiastic about this. The theme that I chose for this week is castration. Oh, no. <laughs> Whenever I asked Heather if she had any thoughts on colluding, she was like, and she said castration, blah, blah, blah. And then she went, chopping dicks, chopping dicks, chopping dicks. Chopping up the dicks, chopping up the dicks. Wait, it, is castration the same? I thought castration was no, it's like. cutting up the balls. Yeah. yeah. But she did say chopping off yeah. the dick. Okay. Just because that's funny. So just basically removing um, the testis. genitals. Yeah, the testis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and oh we'll, my God. we'll get into all of it. Um, so does it matter who goes first? Not particularly. No, I don't really think so. No. So if you have a game you want us to play, yeah, I like games. I like spooky Halloween games. Oh my God, I can't think of those off the top of my head. Well, I think since Heather was so excited to talk about this topic, that she should go first. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so weird, but it's in, this is an interesting topic to, for me. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just fascinating. Hey, that's why we're doing this podcast because we're weird fucks. I'm a I'm a historic historical like I I'm a history buff person. I'm really interested in reading about history and stuff. So mine's mine's a historically based uh thing. So mine is all about the castrati or a sing the singular firm is called a castrato. Do you guys know what that is in any way? I do. You know, they, aren't they? Um. Weren't they castrated so they could sing higher? Right. Okay. Exactly. That that was the name. Is basically a boy who was castrated so he could preserve his beautiful high singing voice. So the name refers to the classical singing voice, the soprano, mezzo soprano, and contralto. And it is said that the it is high like a woman's voice, but like in a different way. Like it's like oh, it's better. It's I don't know richer. Of course, it's better because it's a man. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You know, there's there's a lot of um sexism that goes into the reason why cast castrati existed um which i'll get into in a little bit so they were actually not often called the castrati or like i said the singular is the castrato uh the euphemism musico um was used which 
basically just means music. And that kind of makes sense because they were basically a human instrument. Right. They were trained to be a human instrument. So they were the embodiment of music. Their artificially enhanced singing abilities enabled them to sing. It was said enabled them to sing like birds uh, with like trills, like uh, and uh, Rococo fripperies. I just oh. like that phrase. Rococo fripperies. Wait, I want to say it. Rococo fripperies. Yeah. So if you don't, I feel like if you don't, even if you don't know what that means, just by the way that is, you can figure out like what that means. Absolutely. You know, it's just like whatever. Very extra. Very extra. Extremely extra. The, their singing voices were. They could hold notes for up to 60 seconds long. Like their wow. their lung capacity and breath you, ability was unparalleled. I know. I love Mariah though, and it's almost all I want for Christmas is you season tomorrow. Tomorrow, it literally my body is ready for Mariah. Uh, this is why I don't approve of trick or treating being postponed until after Halloween because Halloween is over and, after tonight, and you want Christmas to start already. I wanted to, I you know, no. First, it's that like kind of in between where it's like, you know, we're in like high autumn, but Christmas is starting to creep in. Like, I don't want it to go full on Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I do appreciate the post spooky fall season. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so. The other term that was used was, I uh, hope I pronounced this right, in invirato, ev, ivirato, probably ivirato, and was used in that. That was used, and it literally means quote, emasculated. <laughs> they were also referred to as just eunuchs. I was gonna say, is there any difference between these guys and eunuchs? No. no. Okay. None. They were eunuchs. Okay. You know, that's just like one and the same. Sure. When I was originally gonna research them separately, and it turned out they were pretty much the same thing. So it was like kind of all in one umbrella. And if anybody's if you've never heard of the term eunuch, it's E U N U C H eunuch. I just like to point that out because it's it's a weird word and if you guys want to search this in the future, you know, you should look it up in the Wikipedia yourself. It, you know. Have hmm. you guys not read Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. Varys. Varys is a eunuch. You know, famous. Classic eunuch. Classic eunuch. If, you know, if you've read or watched Game of Thrones, you know, Lord Varys is the eunuch. Uh, so history. Let's get into this. Rebel. So eunuch singers, uh, they have been around since around the Byzantine Empire. So that's about 400 AD. Constantinople. Istanbul and Constantinople. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so this, uh, there was like eunuch choirs there. Um, eunuch singers persisted until the 9th century, until the sack of Constantinople in 1204, which was the Fourth Crusade. So, you know, like just... Fucking crusades, man. What can you do? Tons of destruction. They didn't reappear again until 300 years later in Italy in the mid-16th century when uh, these castrato became common. So the Sistine Chapel of 1558 contained castrati. You know, they had them in the actual, like, they were legitimate. They had them in all of these actual churches, and they were okayed by the Pope, kind of. The choir of St. Peter's in Rome, Pope Sixtus uh, V, replaced boys with castrati around this time. Of course, women, you know, were not even thought of to be Cor- singers oh. in the chorus. Oh, well, no. Lord, Lord, no, not Ew, women. Gross. Why in God's name would we even? And uh, this this phrase, mulieres in ecclesis, ecclesiastes, 
Tacent, which means, quote, women, uh, let women keep silent in the churches. Fuck off. Like, Ugh. seriously, fuck off. Like, oh, my God. Pope Innocent the um, XI, what's that, 11? Pope Innocent the 11th banned women from appearing on stage in 1686. So This is so rude. The castrati were played a lot of female roles, as you can imagine. So the opera, the Italian opera, was popular with a lot of Europe, except for France. Like, all, everywhere I looked, it was like, you know, not popular in France, not popular in France. France, French people Hate had the own, opera. They had their own shit. They were like too too snobby for it, you know. Sorry, too snobby for the opera. Yeah, as the Simpsons said at one point, cheese eating surrender monkeys. No, they're not. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I love, I love, I love the that Simpsons reference. <laughs> so, it was said that in if Italian if an Italian opera did not have at least one castrati in a lead role, it would be doomed to fail. That's wow. a fact. Like they were so popular at the time and they were just apparently, you know, unrivaled in their lung capacity and their voices. Uh, many famous castrati were revered for the voices, but, you know, they were still like mocked for their appearances, which I'll get into in a second. And also their bad acting. <laughs> oh, like they were good singers, but not necessarily good actors. Was there something about being castrated that made them unable to act or no. it was just they weren't? value okay got yeah. it. they were just ponies. like they yeah they were just raised as singers and they were only trained as singers and they weren't trained to act really. got it yeah so because they weren't necessarily always going to be in on the opera stage only select few got to get that far a lot of them just you know they either sang in their local choirs or they really didn't get to do diddly squat so um the operation let's get into that snip snip <laughs> you are a sick fuck. We got to get into you this. You look so happy. I hate you. Yeah, we got to get into the sick part of it, right? Uh, of I guess. So the castration. That's a broadcast, babe. Why did I have this idea? That's what you signed up for. Oh, I know. All right, let's uh, go. Let's go. Cast the castration. So it happens prior that prior. Take to my dick, please. Take my dick, please. <laughs> It happens prior to puberty, on average around age eight. But like <gasps> it's usually like age twelve and under. Oh yeah, no. Well, yeah, you got to get them before like those balls start dropping. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the voice starts changing. Exactly. You have to get it. You before don't want that them happens. to develop the Adam's apple. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're oh. fine. I'm gonna get into that. I'll, I'll I will expand on oh, that. Oh boy. For sure. But All yeah, right. that's exactly what happens. Your Adam's apple doesn't develop till later. So, um, when the surgery was was being done. The, the kid was being prepped. So, so so back then, this is the 15th, 16th century. Mm -hmm. What kind of, you know, there was really no anesthetic at all. Nope. So you can imagine what happened. So sometimes the boys were given an opium narcotic, but that was actually on the rare side because it was actually, you know, it was kind of expensive and the boys were not considered worth it. So more commonly, what they did was they would place the boy in a warm bath. Sometimes they would use ice, though, to like freeze the area and then pressure was placed over their carotid so basically you know they were playing the choking game you know <laughs> wait so they'd get them to pass out yeah they would choke these boys until they passed out and then a uh, blood supply is essentially cut from the brain boy passes out and the procedure can be you know can commence uh this resulted in actually many boys being strangled to death you oh, know boy. dying of suffocation anoxic brain injury you name it um so 
If you preside, if you survive the procedure, actually, like what we said before, your dick wasn't cut off. The balls actually wasn't cut off either. What happened is an orchectomy is performed. So the vas deferens were snipped. That is the um, basically you're getting a vasectomy pretty much. But since it's happening before you hit puberty, the testicles shrivel up like raisins in the sun. They're never given a chance to develop. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it prevents the formation of dihydrotype di- testosterone, which is more potent than regular than actual testosterone. This is a hormone that causes the larynx or the vocal cords, the you know the voice box, to grow up to sixty three percent. So when they are deprived of this dihydrotestosterone, their voice box remains small, like a child's, or you know, like an adult woman's actually, but even smaller. So able to produce apparently produce sounds that are unrivaled so in addition there are other effects on the body in addition to not having you know having a shriveled little scrotum (laughs) um the castrati were typically beardless because of this, because of the lack of this hormone as well. And they, like you said, they had no Adam's apple because the Adam's apple is the failure of the thyroid gland is a gland. It's a in your neck, mm-hmm. sits on top of your windpipe. And it when you go through puberty, when males go through puberty, uh, they it grows and it forms the Adam's apple, sometimes more prominent than others. So whenever a man is castrated, a boy is castrated, they don't have this. So they they lack an Adam's apple. So growth plates also in the bones, they remain, they are also affected. They keep growing essentially. So bones end up being abnormally large. Castrati tended to be tall and have long limbs and uh, that tax the internal organs and cause health problems later in life. Yeah. Osteoporitis osteoporosis most notably but like in general like uh if you've like if you're taller in general your cardiovascular system your heart has to pump harder to get to the blood pumping to all of your limbs so in general you know your your organs and everything else gets taxed more uh so they suffered from that kind of complications and that so the ribs they're also part of the, you know, their bones too. So they also grew in this way and they expanded the rib cage and made uh, the castrati kind of barrel chested. But that also expanded the lung capacity. So that's what made them able to hold these notes longer and have this like unrivaled, like singing, you know, wow. opera singing uh, abilities. Yeah. Unrivaled all of, lung powder. All of this from no vast deference. Some from no vast deference, yeah. And also from uh, very intensive training. They yeah. went through intensive training, yeah. So um, how how were the boys chosen? Oh, my God. Perfect. Because is this what you're talking about next? That is exactly what's coming up next. So who were these boys? Where did they come from? It is estimated that in the 1720s and the 30s alone, at the height of the popularity of the castrati, over 4,000 to 5,000 boys were castrated annually. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. So castration was actually technically banned by papal law so although castrati were revered for the singing voices it was still taboo to talk about like how castrati got to be that way and uh, as you may not be too surprised the castrati tend to come from uh the boys were from poor villages 
their parents offered up their kids to have their procedure done because it would possibly enable them to bring wealth into the family later on. So the Castrati were often from the poorest villages in Italy, which is pretty sad. And these were boys who could already like they were good at singing or. Yes. Did you become good at singing? Okay. Yeah, they were initially they basically were like, I've been singing in the choir as a little boy for a while. And they're like, hmm, he's real good. You know, if we would just like cut his balls off, you know, he could just be good for forever. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And so, like I said, parents offered their kids up. Uh, They would bring them to these people, you know, like these various people in these villages, you know, and these people, like people that did the procedure. You know, it was very on the hush-hush, you know. They said it was barbers sometimes. You know, barbers acted as surgeons a lot of the time back in the olden days. Uh, but whenever uh, people would ask, oh, how the kid get that way? They would be like, oh, well, he fell off a horse. He ah. was kicked by a mule. He was gored by a boar. You know, like they would always pass it off as some kind of accident that would require him to get this castration because it was technically not allowed and it was illegal slash taboo so in one notable case from 1840 a singer's parents claimed that he had been uh, gored by a wild boar and the singer was quoted as saying quote if i learned that it was my father who reduced me i would kill him with this knife <laughs> oh wow and so yeah yeah some, so- some castrati were not happy about it some were okay with it uh, yeah, I because I can't imagine like you know these are kids have no say in what's being done to them and yeah, yeah. Although th- I did find cases where some people like searched it out, but you, again, they're yeah. children. It's it's always being happened to somebody that's underage, right? It's uh, so you really they can't consent. Kids can't consent. That's just the way it is. Um, I have another really great quote of eighteen an eighteenth century music historian named Charles Burney searched for the origins of the Italian castrati, like who was doing this. He said thus, quote, I inquired throughout Italy at what place the boys were chiefly qualified for singing by castration, but could get no intelligence. I was told at Milan that it was Venice, at Venice that it was Bologna, but at Bologna the fact was denied and I was referred to Florence, from Florence to Rome and from Rome I was sent to Naples. It is said that there are shops in Naples with the inscription, Chisi Castrano Ragazzi, or that means here boys are castrated. <laughs> well, I guess no. that's your fucking answer. <laughs> But I was utterly unable to see or hear of any such shops during my residence in that city. End quote. So he went searching for like, who did this? Who did this? Everybody's like, ah, that me. It was the next town down. Why didn't everybody just rat out the town that had the sign? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. So only a small number of castrati became famous and operatic and had operatic careers so the most famous example was this guy farinelli uh i think that he also had a movie made about him hmm. he was summoned by the queen of spain to sing for her husband philip the fifth out of uh he had seasonal depression or some shit like i guess it said to sing him out of melancholies well, that'll work. What I saw in that that one that, article. That is actually how you get yourself out of melancholy. <laughs> Someone just singing. beautiful voice just, you know, raises your spirits and you're fine. Um, so uh, he went then went on to become a popular politician. So it is said uh, that he also <laughs> he was a popular politician. So like like Ferris, you know, like in Game of Thrones, you know, if, if you 
kind of flame out as a singer, you can maybe parlay that into working for a king or a queen because you're of no threat to to the bloodline because you cannot king you you produce no heirs. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I found about uh, Farinelli, which was funny, was apparently he'd like to duel with a trumpet player <laughs> to see who had the best lung capacity and breath control. Oh, that's, fun. oh, that's not what I was expecting, but okay. I thought that was I was thinking funny. of actual dueling. Yeah, same. <laughs> the Flight of the Bumblebees duel. That's what it was. The other notable person that you'll find discussed on the internet is this guy, Alessandro Morechi. Uh, there actually is a recording of him singing the Ave Maria from 1902. So I actually I was going to ask. We can probably any... play it. I mean, uh, if you, can Later. you not on the podcast, y- you can't put it on the podcast. It's public it's, domain. It is. It's public domain. I, well, I won't do it now. If it turns if I look into it, and it turns out we can. Maybe I'll like add it in. Yeah. If you can add it in, please do, because it's really it's actually really interesting. That's okay. a church banger. But I, if I, if, it, I, if you it, don't want to play the whole thing, but just a small clip. If right. it turns out that it's OK, I'm going to put it in here. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's interesting and and it's, it's oh inter- yeah. I can't I can't believe that they were doing this until recently enough that we have a recording of it. Yeah, well, he lived to uh, he lived to a decent older age. But when? Um, but that means they're still doing this in like the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you weren't a if you didn't get up to be a famous opera performer, you might have some middling success on the local choir circuit. Some hired themselves out to dress like angels and sing over um, the bodies of dead children at funerals. That's Aww. a good. That's a good career fallback. Uh, most, though, you know, they unfortunately didn't really make it financially worth it. I mean, let's be honest. So what happened to them? So, uh, sends on the glue factory. No, well, here's well, here's what happened. They ended up being ostracized from so- ostracized from society for their looks. So, you know, like the thing that pisses me off about Game of Thrones is like Grey Worm, Grey Worm and all of those Unsullied. Grey Worm is, yeah, clearly those are bodies that have testosterone in they, them. Yeah, they were supposed to be cut like when they were children. But it's, it's impossible because that's too not much what muscle. They have too much muscle. That's not what their bodies would look like. They all have Adam's apples. They are capable of growing beards. You can see the stubble like uh, uh-uh, too much muscle. Yeah. Varys These, looks like a eunuch. Yeah, he could. He could. Yeah, he looks more like he could be a eunuch. Um, but normally they were like these big, lurpy, like, guys. Tall, pot-bellied, titty yeah. men. Yeah. Um, the physical, like I said earlier, the physical problems only snowball later in life. They suffer from depression, overwork of the organs. They were banned from marrying from, you know, the 
the church because they Why? couldn't like oh, in good, good they conscious they provide not, right they couldn't young. couldn't produce heirs couldn't procreate okay uh, I found this one one wrote to a pope in hopes of marrying claiming that his castration like had been ineffective and the pope replied let him be castrated better <gasps> oh fuck that pope that, that is, was that better not have been pope innocent the ninth i i don't know i don't know which one that is but that was way harsh ty like my god <laughs> oh, no way harsh ty oh my god so they were constantly like you know maligned by the haters they were accused of being <laughs> what they were maligned by the haters they were they were accused of being wanting creatures to let lure men into, you know, doing the evil gay stuff. Ugh. And but at the same time, like just as, you know, uh, the unattainable or like the taboo or fetishized today, they were fetishized back then. They were seen as both male and female. Both genders were attracted to them. Both genders had affairs with them. It was said uh, that they were able to last long. Oh, believe it or not. So they were still able of having intercourse and it was like safer, quote unquote, to have intercourse with them because they couldn't produce heirs. Yeah. So the stories don't outright say it, but I mean, you can pretty much infer that the Castrati very likely could. Many of them could have identified as trans slash non-binary, you know, and because there were Castrati stories of Castrati who very much identified like and presented as women most of the time okay casanova famously wrote uh of a castrati that he met he mistook for a woman and this castrati turned out to be the protege of the cardinal borges and uh yeah so you know as you can imagine priests Oh, priest be naughty. We all know priest be naughty. Well, I guess better with a consenting adult than a little boy. Yeah, sure. I guess. Absolutely. I guess. Um, So they participated in orgies, which I'm sure some did willingly. Many did willingly. But as you can like, I can only imagine that many did sex work. Well, yeah. If they're if they're being ostracized by society, then, yeah, I would imagine that they don't really have the like. Yeah. The, I mean, the like cultural capital to yeah really Especially truly they're unable to marry yeah. yeah they're 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 fetishized and yet they are ostracized like that is just like recipe number one for sex work and it's a shame but that's that was the case for a lot of them that could not make it up to like you know to be a star wow so they were also stereotyped as being drama queens and divas yeah so, uh, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, their decline was slow, but it did happen, kind of went out of fashion by the 19th century. People found the practice to be kind of more and more lurid, you know, like, hmm, why are we doing this, little boys? Yeah, why are we, why are we doing this? People were also kind of coming out of poverty, which was good. They didn't need to subject their children to such schemes, such get rich quick schemes. Um, they could also, you know, make more honest work as a farmer or tradesperson. Sure. So <laughs> I found it in anecdote about a high voice singer. He was afraid that he would be accused of being a castrati because his voice was so, you know, I guess luxurious and high that he put on his posters. He advertised that he was the proud father of a family. So that way people would know <laughs> that he was like, I'm in tech guys. Yes, I know. Some good marketing savvy. Yeah. 
my best death friends are connected. Yeah. <laughs> and fruitful. And fruitful. Oh, yeah. In 1902, Pope Leo XIII officially banned the castrati from his choir. So, all hail him. Yep, all hail. Uh, so a, a miscellaneous note that I found interesting was that Anne Rice of Interview with a Vampire fame, she has uh, written a gothic castrati-centered romance novel called... Of course. <laughs> I was going to say that tracks. That tracks, yeah. <laughs> um, it's called Cry to Heaven. And now I kind of want to read it. Uh, oh my God, I think I did read that. No way, really? Oh, like a billion years ago. So, so I barely remember. I barely remember it. It's just all that sounds really familiar. I was, I saw on one of the, I found out about this because people were commenting on an article as, you know, one of the articles that I re- researched for this. It was actually a Gizmodo article. <laughs> oh, Gizmodo. Oh, Gizmodo. Um, Apparently, she really did the research for this and she, you know, portrayed Castrati as, you know, they historically were like with the kind of odd proportions and hmm. being viewed as both male and female, you know, and be attracted to uh, both sexes were attracted to them and, you know, all that stuff. So uh, I don't know if anything like that is ringing a bell for you, Justine. I, I'm going to have to Google it. So. Here's the thing. When I would have read it, I probably would have been extremely inappropriately young. <laughs> I I just I started reading really young. And so as a result, I, I just I read a lot of things way before I, I ever should have read them. Yeah. 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 Like I'm like I'm thinking I, I might have been like 10. Yeah, that's inappropriate to be reading Anne Rice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at 10, I was still watching My My Little Pony movies. I was very sheltered. I mean, I was also very sheltered. I just was a bookworm. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about this? All right. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm done. Anyway. Castrati. Yeah. Castrati. That's where they are. Okay. Um, if, uh, yeah. Well, cool. Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. That was extremely informative. Yeah, I always like talking about emasculating and demasculating men. It's my favorite thing. (laughs) Well, if you like that, you're going to love what I've got to talk about. Hell yeah. JB, it's your turn. You're up. All right. uh, So Heather talked about some very classy dick choppins. Yeah, classy dick choppins. Well, not even dick choppins, just fast, fast deference snip, severing, yeah, snipping. Just snip, snip. Snip the dick, well, I'm going to talk about some dick choppins. Oh, no. Yeah! She told me dick chopping, so What's course, wrong with you? <laughs> I'm literal. She said dick choppins. I'm like, well, I'm going to hit the internet. I'm going to find some dick choppins. <laughs> and let me tell you. Is this why you posted on Facebook the other day? Oh, uh, yes. That's, I've, <laughs> wait, what did you post? To... I assume our 30 listeners, all of them are my Facebook friends. However, if there's any of you out there who aren't my Facebook friends, the other day I made an update status that said, if anybody looks at my bookmarks, I I want a chance to explain myself. (laughs) Because there's some fucked up shit in there, which you guys have all heard. Mm -hmm. However, if somebody that did not know me or was like, oh, this person looks up embalming and cannibalism and... Just searching incognito mode. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I just, don't. I just want a chance for to explain myself if, if it happens. Yeah, if you die, your browser history is gonna look wicked. To be fair, anybody. To be, to fair, be, fair, to be fair. Anybody I know in my real life, number one knows that I'm a random weirdo, so they probably are just like, "Yep, tracks." 
Anyway, I have, this is unusual for me. I, I think I normally tend to go more academic track, but I'm doing news stories. Yeah, I love it. This is not me. JB True is not. True story, bro. True story, bro. So story number one. You I got ha- multiple stories for us. I got two stories. I got, okay. two, I got two dick stories. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, one, I, I had never heard of this before. I had a friend suggest it to me, and it was by uh, a young man named... Armin Muvez. Armin Tanzarian. Not Armin Tanzarian. <laughs> Armin Muvez, a German gentleman, was a computer repair technician in Germany. And his act of cannibalism was so severe that he became known as uh, Der, Der Metzgermeister. <laughs> what? Which I love because the Germans are so wonderful. And they always come up with like, a long compound word to describe any simple act. What does it mean? It means master butcher. Master butcher. That's what the Germans be doing. They be combining words like uh, a hospital is a sick house. What is it? The Kronk house. The Kronk house. I oh, love we- how hospitals called a Kronk house. Yeah, and an ambulance is a Kronkenwagen. That's that's the sick wagon. And we've definitely talked about this before. We 100% yeah. have yes. had this conversation as friends. Kronkenwagen is The Kronkenwagen. Awesome. All right, anyway. So, please tell me about the cannibalism. All right. <laughs> so, uh, our, our main man, Armin, he, he gets on the website, Cannibal Cafe, in the year of our Lord, 2001, when I graduated high school. But yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm old. Um, so, he gets no longer active. You guys can't go on Cannibal Cafe anymore. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry. Damn. So, he eh. goes on Cannibal Cafe, looking for long pig. Dot com. Dot com. Looking for the long Looking pig. for long page. Are you sure it wasn't .net? I'm not sure, but I think it was .com. I bet it was .net. It was .au. No, wait. What would, bre- what would Germany be? D-E, yeah, because it's for Deutschland. It may have been an international site. Anyway. Anyway. So he goes on Cannibal Cafe. Looking for long pig. <laughs> Fuck. And he finds he finds a gentleman who's who's willing. He's into it. Can I just stop for a second and say that I really didn't think I'd have to listen to another fucking cannibal story after the last time we did a cannibal episode. God damn it, Jen. OK, continue. I, I what can I say? I just love eating humans. Ah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> It's not it's I mean, it's a little jovial because everybody is willing. And so whatever. I, I'll have a laugh at their expense. Um, so he founds this gentleman. His name is Bernat Brandes. Brandes. I'm a Yenzer. I can't enunciate. And so they arrange a meetup and it's, it's very romantic. It's, it's very nice at me finding romance and all of the weirdest of things. Yeah. So they come over and they're just so excited by the idea that they immediately make sweet, sweet love immediately immediately he he comes to his house they're strangers you meet from the internet so of course you have sex with them immediately as you do that's what you do when you meet strangers from the internet and then they they get down to it so brandis's fantasy was to have armin bite off his wang bite it off that's what he really wanted his his dream his ultimate fantasy in life was to have somebody bite off his wiener all right unfortunately it didn't really work armin tried to bite off his wiener and it just was ineffective lacking in the jaw strength yeah he wasn't able to snap it off he wasn't able to like oh yeah snap into a slim jim oh my god slap into a slim jim 
but he was able to rupture his testes with his teeth so that so that's nice good job all right that was fun for everybody everybody (laughs) liked that everyone had a good time with the testes being ruptured with his teeth that was nice good time and so then he chopped off the wiener with a kitchen knife (gasps) That's what he wanted. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Before you think that they they just went into this willy nilly. Yeah. Calm down. First, he took. uh, Tell me to calm down. He took a bunch of sleeping pills and a bottle of schnapps. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Like, like, like a real hospital. Like a real Kronkenhausen. Oh. Like a real Kronkenhausen. He took 20 sleeping pills and a bottle of schnapps. Can I, inter- can I interject with a, a, fac- a factoid about oh, good. this story? I'm excited. Because I, I am... A- <laughs> I, I am a sick person. I know this story. Yeah. Um, I believe that before they uh, commenced with the festivities, mm-hmm. um, uh, they uh, filmed the, I already forget the names, the, the, the guy who's getting his dick chopped off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they filmed a video of him consenting. Yes. Yes. Because yes. that all came up in the trial later. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to point out at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did eventually get... Yeah. To okay. the documentation but yes this was this is all consensual this was all agreed upon and it was which we'll get into it he he doesn't suffer a horrible sentence for this he shouldn't have suffered any sentence i don't think but no well, anyway no everybody consented like whatever if you want to fucking do this shit then it's fine anyway all right so he chops up his dick with the kitchen knife and it's spouting like a he describes it as spouting like a fountain a human fountain. A human fountain. So it's like, I don't know if you guys have seen Kill Bill Volume 1. Yeah. Where they like chop off like, you know, all of various, anybody's getting anything chopped off. It like just spurts like a garden hose. That's basically what this wiener is doing. This, it this is. stump is doing. And and they both, they both really wanted to eat this penis. They both wanted to eat. Yeah. yeah they, he wanted to eat his own penis. And obviously Armin wanted to eat his penis. And they really wanted to, but it was too chewy to enjoy. They didn't, they did not like eating the penis. They did try to cook it first. Yeah, they did. They, they sauteed it with some of Brandis's fat and some garlic, wow. which, well, you know, that's mm-hmm. a good way to prepare basically any food. You never have too much garlic. But... That he got so distracted trying to take care of Brandis because this was a loving encounter. Yeah. And he was trying to take care of him. And Brandis was bleeding to death. So, and he was, try- well, he was going to die anyway. But, um, <laughs> but he was trying to take care of him. He wanted to be comfortable and not, I guess, a f- hot fucking bloody mess all over the place. Yeah. But so they ended up burning the dick as, as you do. Oh, they ruined it. So they fed it to the dog. What? Yeah. They gave the dick to the dog. What? They burned the dick. So they gave it to the dog. Oh, my God. This is bananas. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, OK. So the thing is, like, just uh, it's, it's cracking me up that they wanted both wanted so badly, so badly to eat this dick. Like, imagine like you want because obviously this guy knew he was going to end up being like R.I.P. Like, you know, dead from this eventually. What? And then he didn't even get to enjoy eating his own dick. No. Oh, that's such a bummer. Was his, it was his last meal. It was. That's and he didn't he even wanted. enjoy it. Ugh. I mean, he had to know story. it was going to be chewy. He probably thought it was going to be good. Oh, God. I mean, just look at a dick. I wouldn't think. It doesn't look like a rump roast. No. It's Which like was a- the first meal he made from him. Oh. You're skipping ahead, buddy. I know. I'm, I got too excited. All right. Okay. Anyway. 
I was going to make a joke about the dick being spongy, but it we was, can just it, move on. No, 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 we can talk about spongy dicks. No, nah, that was it. Oh, that was all it was. Yeah, it was a spongy dick. So he's he's sitting in, and once again, I emphasize how nice and romantic this experience is. He has them in a bath for his comfort. Okay. And he's he's reading to him from a Star Trek novel for hours. Aww. What? Because they like that. That's Aww. what they're into. They're nerds. They're nerds in love. Aww. So he's reading to him and he's hoping that he like just kind of romantically and peacefully bleeds out in his sleep in, in the bathtub overnight. Oh, my God. But uh, morning comes and he's still alive. So Uh-oh. then he's got to like. <gasps> but whatever it's fine it's it's part of the deal like he knew he was he was he was signing up to be a long pig to be to be stabbed to be well murdered. he thought he was gonna die in the bathtub i'm sure but he did not die so he but, got so free, he, free, free. yeah so he got free, free, free. so yeah he died oh god r.i.p r.i.p uh bernard brandis and so our main man he uh he he butchers him up. He's he's the uh, he's the master butcher. Armin Muse just like he's he has a room upstairs. It's his special butcher room, and he he hangs him up like like fine kosher beef, and he just you know butchers them all up, slices off slices and dices and packs it all up in little bags and put oh! it puts it in his freezer just like how you would put anything. Oh my, can this you, is really sick. Can you even? Im- I don't want to imagine that's a. Ew. I guess when the police uh, uh eventually this this came to light and when the police came and checked out his house he tried to explain away all the flesh as wild pig ha! I'm a uh, wild pig I'm a wild pig <laughs> so he carved so he carved up his his man and as as I I glibly mentioned before jumping jumping ahead his first meal was the rump steak and he did this Hannibal Lecter style. He had like a dinner like with a fine wine and sprouts and he cooked that butt meat. He he made a delicious feast of it. He actually ended up eating like 53 pounds of uh over over man brand over over 10 months. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I he, didn't realize it took that long for him to get caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's almost Same. a year. And he, and he sauteed and cooked all that meat with olive oil and garlic. He's a good cook. Wow. Uh, oh so poor um, Mr. Brandis didn't really get to enjoy his experience, but it seems like Armin Muse got to enjoy all that long pig. Yeah, and and some of the uh, interviews they did with him afterwards, obviously, because you're like, uh, what's up with you guy? Why, why, why are you doing all this? And he's he just got more and more enjoyment every time he did it. Cause, but he got to feel, I guess, kind of like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he felt close to yes. to his victim every time he ate him. Yeah, that's what like Dahmer he, said. Like he felt that love and closeness. And, but I, it, it's like a sexual disorder called paraphilia, which is basically kind of being turned on by something being wrong oh huh so he's he was diagnosed as that hmm but uh at the end of the day when all was said and done he did videotape the entire thing as justine alluded as justine alluded to earlier where brand brandis gave his consent and he also filmed the whole thing like including their their sexual Trist. tryst before the event and it was shown during the trial and it's like 
generally been deemed too hot for TV, even by German standards. <laughs> it says a lot. Yeah. So, but he also filmed like the the dick chopping. Oh, and the- yeah, he filmed. The, did they show that, that to the jury? They did. Oh Whoa! my god! Yeah, a lot of the people. Could you imagine? Were permanently they, they traumatized. Did feel, they did not feel too good about that. Yeah, PTSD, a lot, a lot of, baby. Yeah, a lot of PTSD on on from this trial. That's Fuck. not a trial. I'd, I actually know I'm lying. I totally want to be on that trial. Mm. Ah, I want to be on that trial. But, but that's fucking sick, though. I want to hear all about it. Remember, I don't want to watch any of it. Justine's like, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I know. I say I want to see that. And then like I was losing my shit over seeing a maggot pulled out of a lip. So I'm I'm full of shit. Hard no. That's yeah. Watching a guy chop off someone's dick. That's a hard no for me, dog. (laughs) So his his end charge ended up being disturbing the peace. What? Because cannibalism is, is not illegal in Germany. No, that was what he was charged with. But I he think murdered he, somebody. No, he no. I'm I'm sorry. Allow me to correct myself. He was charged with disturbing the peace. Eventually, what he was sentenced for was manslaughter. Ah, okay. And he served or is serving eight years. He may he may be done. Wow, because the crime like happened in two thousand. Well, I don't think he should have had to serve any time. No, I do. He he did not do anything that somebody didn't want him to do them. Sure. I yeah, but I still draw the like. I don't care if someone wants me to kill them. I'm not going to kill them. You think that person is like not uh is too mentally ill to be able to make decisions for themselves I at just, that point? I don't think because that's the question. It's like it is a question. Is it's it, not, are they actually consenting or are they mentally ill and they can't actually consent? Right, and it's not that I'm ag- I'm not against doctor assisted suicide euthanasia. That's to me different. But we're talking about yeah, we're talking about you know it's like meeting someone on tinder essentially and then being like yeah dude you can like soft my dick yeah you can murder me it's cool yeah that's like that i don't think that's okay at all (laughs) i don't think it's okay but i guess i don't think it's also should be illegal Mm -hmm. i guess i generally think the difference between what i think is is good conduct is not necessarily what should the same standards of what should be legal conduct I don't I don't personally want to uh, kill and murder any long pig. But I guess if two consenting adults want to do this, then break unjust laws then whatever. Fucking do it, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm with Heather, though. Like, how do we know that the other person yeah. was truly consenting? He, he, he was filmed saying that, please eat me. Yeah, but you don't know that they were in the state of mind to offer that consent. That's eat true. Me. Like, you'd, you'd think you'd think that the consent. evidence would be that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Either way, he'll probably be out of jail soon. So. Cool. So he'll probably be out there trolling the internet for more. Although he's now a vegetarian. <laughs> That's a big change. <gasps> yeah, yeah. He's a vegetarian now. He became a vegetarian in prison. Okay, cool. Good for him. Good for you, Armin. Yeah. Wow. That was a so pretty... I- I don't so, know if that's a positive end story. That, that was a pretty gross dick chopping story. That was a pretty gross dick chopping story. You even have one more for us. I got one more. I got one more little little dick chopping story. Sweet. It's from a Florida man. Oh, Florida man. Florida man. This is a little, little fun, lighthearted dick chopping story. Okay. All right. Nobody dies. Everybody's alive at the end. Yay. Yay. Well, good. All okay. right. All right. That's nice. So a uh, 74-year-old man... Gary Van Ricewick, this year, in August of this year. The year of our Lord, 2019. Yes. He found a 53-year-old man 
name redacted mm-hmm. uh, on on a eunuch fetishization website, a castration fetish website, who wanted to be castrated. Mm. Now, now our main man Gary, he uh, he was very experienced in castrating before because obviously he had done this on farm animals in the past. Okay, so he's an expert. He's an expert, so he castrated some cattle. So he's he's trolling for guys who want to be castrated, and he offers his services to this Florida man, and he comes to his hotel room. At first, they try to do it one time. Mm-hmm. They try to do it one time. And they're unsuccessful because uh, the 50-year-old man, name redacted, he, he is so excited about the idea of being castrated that he uh, uh, finishes before, before his dick can even be sanitized for the medical procedure. What? Cool. So then they're like, all right, we'll try this again, brah. <laughs> I don't know why that's like a caveat. So like, oh, you got to. You- I don't know if you have to have a boner to do it. I have no, no. I don't know. He's a fifty-three-year-old man. Maybe he can only get like one boner a week. I have no idea how it works. <laughs> but I just thought that was funny that they tried to do it one other time. And yeah. They, he just he's just so excited he couldn't do it. Oh my oh god. So Whatever he comes back. To, man. He comes back to a hotel room to do it again. Uh huh. And he's successful in that his testicles are removed. However, it's a big bloody mess because I guess it turns out doing it on a human is not exactly the same thing as doing it on cattle. Yeah. All right. And right. then he calls the uh, the paramedics, and they come. Well, it's responsible. He was, yeah. It's it wasn't heartless, and he has his like little testicles in a little jar next to the bed. His and, little testicles. And then, then our man Gary, he gets arrested for practicing medicine without a license. Fair, <laughs> fair. So, <laughs> I guess everybody got what they wanted except he's, Gary, who went to jail. He's trying to back alley or check to me is what he was doing. So, so that's that was the the other fun castration story I could find. <laughs> I love it. It's oh my so, god! I'm sorry, that's funny. It's so bad, but it's funny. So I guess you you can't. Um, there's no elective castration surgery. Ed is practicing medicine without a license. No, oh. but I mean, like he couldn't go to like. A, oh, I mean, licensed doctor. Yeah, I'm guessing maybe going through a fetish website would. He probably was able to do it for free. Well, I imagine he didn't pay. I'm just wondering if you could even like, like I, if you could ask I'm the asking, doctor is to it do it. Is it an elective thing, or could you only like? I mean, I, I know, know it's I know it's something that's done if it needs to be done, but I bet you could. I bet you could probably like I, plead. I hope that it's at least as hard if you can get an elective castration. I hope it's at least as hard for a man to do that as it is for a woman to get a hysterectomy. Yeah, yeah, because what if you're not. If you're a woman under 35 trying to get a hysterectomy, isn't it goddamn near impossible? Yes. Yeah. Even over 35. I don't think they I don't think it matters, especially if you're unmarried. Oh, but if your you've never had husband kid, might want children. If you've never had children. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it is. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know. That's something that might be worth the research to find out if any doctor would be willing to perform a voluntary or checked me. Well, I mean, obviously, a, a vasectomy, that's a snip snip on the vasectomy. Right. It's extremely common. But like to ag- get like your actual like scrotum and, and nutsack removed. It does extend your life. I've, in my research and castration of being castrated tends to extend your life like 10 to 15 years. Well, aren't there people that donate their testicles too? Like I, I heard that you can. Well, maybe that just might be ba- black market. You can sell your te- testicles in the black market. Just like oh, you, you okay. can sell any other organ. Not well. 
Yeah. You can right. sell organs on the black market. I Googled it. Well, yeah. first, dumb dumb. Obviously, um, transgender women can get orchiectomies. Yeah. So right there is a pretty good answer. Can't believe I didn't think of that. Um, it actually, no, it sounds, I Googled it. It, it sounds like you can get elective orchiectomies. Oh. All right. And you know what? I bet it is easier than getting a hysterectomy. Of course, because it's for men. <laughs> yeah, it's for men. Or just, tra- for, or, just for men. No, or, yeah. it's also for transgender women. I assume that it would have been like assigned as a medical condition, not just an elective procedure. Right. Well, yeah, although like, a, gender, a, a gender confirmation surgery is a different matter. But yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I wasn't really thinking about trans women because, yeah, I'm just uh, that to me is just like, well, you know, you're well, trans. Obviously, you're a woman. you don't need those. Right. Yeah. Duh. So I think like, obviously, you should be able to get rid of that. Yeah. Obviously, you don't need right. that. Right. <laughs> Whereas I'm, I, I guess I was just thinking about like, um, uh, a cis man who. And I just uh, don't want my balls anymore. These balls yeah. are getting in the way. I keep sitting on them. Right. God. Exactly. It's just like, I just want to wear tighter pants. Like, <laughs> no ballroom in these pants. Tired, <laughs> I'm tired of moose knuckling. In these pants. Oh I'm sorry. I'm feeling particularly gross today. That's I good. I just kept horrifying Jen right before we started recording. She did. She was gross. She was. She grossed me out. Well, it's because you grossed me out first. It's good. It's Halloween. That's what <laughs> I, I, I like being grossed out. It's fine. I was happy. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay. Those are good stories. I wasn't as I. I wasn't as horrified as I thought it would be. It was the right level of sickness. So thank you. No worries. I'm All glad right. you were grossed out, though. Were you grossed out? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, good. All right. I was. So. I was by you. Thank let's, you. Let's lighten the mood. Yay! Sickest thing of the week in a good way, guys. Um, My sickest thing of the week is uh, Kesha's new song, Slaps. Ooh, and Big Frida. Yeah, right? and it, it features Big Frida. Awesome. And it's so good. It's called I haven't listened to it yet. Raising Hell. We'll have to listen to it after this. It's so good. Oh, okay. yeah. We just listened to it the other day together. I can't stop listening to I it. I love Kesha so much. Marry yeah. me, Kesha, if you're listening. Kesha's Some great. way, if you are. So, yeah. That's the sickest thing. It's so sick. So, so sick. So sick. JB? I got... No, I had gross. I don't have good. I only okay. have gross. Yeah, That's I right. made up for not having a sick thing, really. Yeah, and my sickest thing of the week in the good way is the same as my sickest thing of the week in the bad way, and that Midsommar was amazing, and everyone yeah. should go watch it. Watch Midsommar, friends. Midsommar. You will like it. We... I mean... I basically had a midsummer party last summer without no, totes. even knowing it. Yeah, totes. it was totes that. Yeah. I mean, it's actually, I mean, yeah. We wore white. <laughs> we had the flower crowns. I mean, it was we just. We were missing a few key, key elements. elements. <laughs> we can put it that way. Nobody was hurt. I'm not saying I know what happens, but there I'm going to assume. There weren't any sexual rit- rituals, which I'm very disappointed by. <laughs> Maybe next year. There's always another. <laughs> there's always another summer solstice, man. Yep. Yeah, I I highly recommend that you watch watch that. Po- I will post haste. I will. You, yeah. Mach Schnell. Yeah, tight. Mach Schnell. <laughs> Mach Schnell. Der Metzgermeister. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, and we hope you did. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. That would be great. Uh, You can go ahead and give us that five-star rating. That would be super sweet. Um, Be tight. Yeah. Please. please. You can also tweet at us on the Twitter at uh, (laughs) at that sick pod, or you can get at us on Instagram at that sick podcast. Send us an email at that's dot sick dot podcast at gmail.com. 
uh, we would love to hear from you. We would really love to share any of uh, sick stories that you might have or look into any sick topics that you would like to hear us talk about. Just, you know, boss us around. Tell us what to do. It'd be cool. Well, until next time, kids, don't eat unseasoned dick because that's, that's sick. sick.